Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hello, Austin, Texas. You are listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. However, Wyatt is, uh, we will say, on another sick day. Uh, We're pretty sure he's actually at the lake fishing this time. And so we have a stand-in superstar guest, Martin Akternak, who is not only a connoisseur when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, but he's also a loan officer for Security National Mortgage. We also have Connor Purcell with Evolve 360, who is not only just a superstar realtor, but she does everything as far as what it takes to help you sell your home. And today we will be discussing, as far as for our sports, we will reach over into Martin's bag of expertise and start off with the Dallas Cowboys because they did just sign someone, and it wasn't one of the big three. Yeah, Jerry Jones spoke not only were there three big contracts he's working on, but he hinted at four. And uh, we found out yesterday that that was Jalen Smith, mm-hmm. uh, from Notre Dame graduate. Big story on him. Big injury during the NCAA championship game. Uh, not only just an ACL tear, but two tears and nerve damage. Made a big comeback the last three years. Uh, made his mom very happy and a big signing for the Cowboys. She, he should be a Cowboy for you know the oh absolutely future. Whenever they whenever they got Jalen Smith in that draft, I remember thinking this is an absolute steal if he can come back strong, because he was a monster in college. I remember watching him because he was. On Notre Dame's team, whenever they were playing Texas, correct? Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. And there were two that one. Uh, Miles Jack was another linebacker with mm-hmm. a, a different kind of knee injury. However, I think they went back to back, and it was uh, kind of a big decision to go. But Jerry had a inside uh, inside knowledge there for the Dan Cooper, the doctor for Jalen Smith, personally operated on the knee and then let him know that this should regenerate. Yeah, He's going to be fine. You know, one thing about him is that he really was the beginning of these players not playing in bowl games. Because it cost mm-hmm. him a bunch of money. Because oh, yeah. he went from a top five pick to a second round pick because he hurt himself in the bowl game. And he started a trend. I mean, people don't really, I don't think, realize that. But he started that trend of not playing in the bowl game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, of course, now we still don't have anything as far as for the the big three. You know, that's uh, going out there. And this, you know, it's kind of, I wonder if it's going to hurt the Cowboys. Because I think at this point, you know, it, it's becoming a distraction. Because it's every time they they get off the field, there's 20 reporters saying, "Have you signed a contract? Are you going to sign a contract?" It, it can definitely mess with morale of the team and everything too. You know, it, the the chemistry that's there. You know, people are holding out, other people are there working their butts off. It it can, it can create some you know hostility within them. As, and as big a fan of I have been for the Jones family, I'm starting to think maybe they need to give a little on mm-hmm. the Zeke thing. Yeah, I mean he's he basically wants uh, the uh, L. A. Rams mm-hmm. uh, running backs deal. You know, yeah. after three years, and he, we saw how that worked. Yeah, you know, pretty well. And what what they're gonna what what he wants to do is get that money early so we can get another contract, obviously. And I'm pretty sure he's proven that he's one of the better backs in the league. Jerry may want to bite the bullet on this one or at least meet him a little bit more his direction halfway. You know, and it's even getting to the point of the distraction is that now 
Jerry and Zeke are fighting through media. So, Jerry, you know, Zeke felt disrespected. Jerry feels he's earned the right to joke with him. I earned that right. You know, so uh, <laughs> I feel it's becoming a distraction and it could affect them. You know, but there, there's something else that we I think we really, really need to discuss, you know, being, you know, an Austin area radio station is that um, the University of Texas lost a legend. Um, mm-hmm. Cedric Benson, he, uh, you know, he passed away in an automobile accident, you know, and uh, to me, it's almost like Cedric Benson was not truly appreciated as you know, when people talk about it, you hear you know. As for the legend he was, as the legend he yep. was, you hear the Ricky Earl Jamal is kind of the first three that pop out of you know everybody's mind. You know, of course, you know Ricky with the Heisman Earl mm-hmm. just being Earl. You know, and Jamal was there during that, high, yeah, that highlight era and everything else. And you know, Cedric ranked second all time in rushing yards at UT. Oh yeah, five thousand. Yeah. Five thousand, and I can't even remember the exact number, but over five thousand yards, and he's the only running back in UT history to rush for over a thousand yards all four years. Yeah. Ever. Ever. And I mean, he's, you know, and he had an, you know, everybody talked about he wasn't really fast, you know, and he wasn't really big, but he had an amazing mixture of style. If he needed to lower his shoulder and run you over, he could do that. If he needed to stop on a dime, slide to the right and mm-hmm. push you out of the way, he could do that. And when he walked into our office that first time, I remember him being a lot bigger than he, you know, than he seemed on television. Yeah. I mean, he was the least six two, just a great soul huge voice uh just a great you know big smile and a really good person i mean he could i remember we talked about it a while back he could roll out of bed and look better than everybody else in there <laughs> with that smile everybody get ready for the day and then he'd just roll out of bed and take his picture and just yeah just destroy it you know and, and you know his football accolades are well known by everybody else you know but you keep hearing you know since his passing you keep hearing about his heart and his nature and mm-hmm. his kindness and stuff like that and knowing him personally um I think that's being undersold. Um, you know, we went um, a company hunting trip and something like that. And, and uh, he spent a lot of money on this trip and he purchased, uh, you know, he took an animal, killed a deer and, and he had all the meat processed and everything. And he spent money and time and everything else. Well, when all that meat came in, he went downtown and gave it all away to the homeless mm-hmm. people. You know, know yeah, he gave it all away. I mean, it's several hundred dollars worth of meat, but he gave it away to people that needed it. You know, and that's that heart and that kind soul that we hear about him, but nobody really knows. You know, uh, I remember we'd go to these functions and stuff like that. And he uh, he loved interacting with people about himself, the football, the game and stuff like that. And, you know, one time we were we were on the north end of the stadium over there in the tailgating area and we had to get all the way to the south end for this promotional deal so it was you know it's about a mile walk Mm -hmm. and he's like hey we're gonna have to leave now and i'm like we got an hour he goes i know he goes but we're gonna have to leave now (laughs) and so we started leaving and any time someone would come up to him he would stop and talk and engage with them Mm -hmm. and i just sat there and i'm just like you know this guy you, you would think somebody of his experience and age and man would just be tired of this you yeah. know but i think he realized how important it was to that person that was coming to him and that's mm-hmm. why he did that and you know and I, t- I talked to wyatt a little bit earlier this week and he was saying you know cedric had that that thing about him that whenever you talk to him you felt like you were his best friend yeah like he made everybody feel welcome and that they mattered and like, like you're saying he just gave them the time of day and to piggyback off of that off that um I remember going to Domain or somewhere, you know, public, you know, having talking to people. And it was the same way, you know, at nighttime, a lot of people would come up, hey, CB, how's it going? You know, <laughs> mm. autographs weren't enough. He wanted to speak to them, you yeah. know, share a little bit. He absolutely did. And, you know, he actually started a, a foundation to help, you know, 
young children and things like that? Because people don't realize, you know, I mean, he he, in my opinion, is kind of what we've always talked about, the American dream. I mean, Mm -hmm. he didn't come from, you know, a whole lot of money or a whole lot of everything else, but he stayed in school. He got his education. He worked really, really hard and he made a very, very successful life of himself. He He really did. And, you know, everyone like we, we talked about earlier, the football accolades since he was 16. He is a Texas high school football legend. He's in the top eight all time of any running back that's ever touched the ball in high school in yardage. And he's he's a legend both on and off the field. Is he a bit young for the Texas Hall of Fame? In the he's in the of? Texas Hall of Fame. Is he already? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. He should be. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm really excited to uh, you know see that Texas Longhorn Hall of Fame that they just built in that, that end zone that uh, Chris Del Conte was doing. They're unveiling it on, I believe, August 30th. And it's going to be really cool to see his stuff in there. Yes, it's going to be nice to see him in there. It's it's sad um, because I think that, you know, I don't think he ever appreciated or ever realized how much people really enjoyed and cared and and about him and all Mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, And so he's, you know, as it's coming out, he's not going to be able to be there to appreciate it. But um, you guys have been listening to the home team. We've talked a little bit of sports in this segment, and we will be coming back in a few minutes and discussing the real estate market in Austin, Texas. And if you have any questions, you can reach out to me at 512-759-HOME. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Talk 13-7, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. However, Wyatt is not here today, so we have Martin Akronek. Outstanding to be here. And, of course, Connor Purcell with Evolve 360 in the house. And we're going to be discussing a little bit about the Austin real estate market right now. And what's uh, what people, I don't think, are realizing is that the housing market, especially in Texas, has kind of hit that point to where the price of the homes have increased so much that people just can't afford them like they used to. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, one of the things, you know, it's that if you've lived in a home a few years, you know, four or five years, you're sitting on a lot of money. You're sitting on a lot of money that you can't access. The only way to get to it is to do a cash out refinance or to sell the home. And I predict that we're about to have a lot of people about to start selling their home, go back on that market, get their money out of their house, you know, downsize, upsize, things like that. But I think they, they think now's the time. And, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about is what do people, and this is where Kana, this is her area of expertise. And so what do people need to be thinking about when it's, <clears throat> when they're just getting ready to decide to sell? And that's the best time to talk to us, right? So if you're even considering it, call me. Because what's most important is that we make your health show really, really well. And that takes time. Troy has lots of little kiddos. <laughs> I bet I couldn't go to his house today and put it on the market. I have six kiddos. I understand how that goes, right? So really what we want to do is I need to come and visit. Let me walk through. Let me, you know, see how you live there. 
I don't want to give you a week to clean everything. I want to see how you live in it now. Mm-hmm. Because after you do clean it and we get it all decluttered and, and staged, Crown marks you still live the there. Right. Your kid still has those crayons if we don't hide them. So what we really want to do is see how, do, how does the family and, or the couple that live there use this space so that when we stage it for showing, they can still live there comfortably. It's an accurate representation of it. Absolutely. You still have puppies. We, we still need to be able to have a dog crate, you know, or a cat set up mm-hmm. or kids Legos or whatever their favorite toy is. That's why I really like to come at the very beginning. I know people are a little bit nervous um, because they're kind of embarrassed, right? We live in our homes. They're messy. Mine's messy. Um, but I think it's really important for us to see it. And then once I can take a look at it, we build a plan. Mm-hmm. What do we need to take down? What do we need to box up? What can we live without? What can we donate? You know, what can you, your favorite treasures that you don't want someone walking through your house to touch, what can we box up and put in the garage or in storage? And so that's really way before you're ready to go on the market. Yes. And so it's important to do that at the very beginning. Yeah. And I think a lot of people wait. They do. Uh, They wait too long. And then they're stressed. Yes. And and I think they put a lot of undue stress on themselves Mm -hmm. because, you know, if I'm going to sell my house this winter, I'm thinking about it right now. Right. You know, uh, I'm thinking about a move. You know, every once in a while we have a job or something like that that kind of makes it short. And there's nothing you can do about that. But most of the time people have the time to prepare. Right. You know, one of the things I always hear is that you should take down personal pictures and stuff like that. What's your opinion on that? So there I go back and forth on that. And that's why I like to walk this space. If it's really cluttered with a lot of personal pictures, a lot of photographs of your children, you know, you are going to have strangers walking through there. So in my case, if it was my house on the market, I would take down the pictures of my children, right? But if it's a tasteful photograph and it's, you know, framed nicely and that's what's above the fireplace, then, hey, we'll leave that one. Is that so, mainly, it's kind of, you want, you want the new buyer to feel it's their home? Right. We don't want, we don't, we want them to visualize themselves in the space, not who lives there right now. And so part of, you know, staging or getting your home ready is we want to make it feel nice and big. And we want them to walk in and go, oh, wow. Oh, I can see myself here. Oh, I like the way they put the couch. I never thought to put the TV there. That's, those are all really positive things. And now there's, they're starting to see themselves in the home. And so if there's a lot of personal memorabilia or pictures, or maybe you love the Longhorns, but we've got an Aggie walking through. Mm -hmm. We have to be thoughtful of who's coming through your home, and we want to, you know, speak to the biggest our audience that we can. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't sell to him. Well, you, <laughs> hey, I've had that situation before. I have had that so before. Now, what if what if you have a Longhorn fan that went to A and M like myself? Like, how, how does that? How well, does then that's that still out? fine. Every, yeah. <laughs> your, split the house. Your man cave is still good. Then yes. you can leave it cold. Yeah, you know, and and so uh, as far as for the the market in itself, like I was saying, you know the. They are predicting that the Fed will lower the rate two more times this year. So the cost of money is about to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Mm -hmm. And so this is going to bring a lot of people out. This is Mm -hmm. great news. Um, You know, what do you do for somebody that is in that emergency situation? They just got relocated. They've got to sell their house. I mean, do you what do they do with all their stuff that they need to get out? Well, so, so, so you have to think about it in two different brackets. Sometimes people will leave. Right. They will pack up all of their treasures and they will take it with them to their new location. And now the home is we'll call vacant. Right. It's empty. It's just an empty box. Um, an empty box can be harder to sell mm-hmm. than one that has their personal items. And even if it doesn't really look that pretty. So if they've if they've taken everything and moved, that's usually when I come in, you know, I bring a whole truck of furniture and decor and accessories and we make it look like someone lives there. Um, and that's really fun to do because you can really set the stage for what it looks like and it's not over cluttered um if they're staying and but they're gonna move we're gonna pack up 
75% of that stuff. Oh, wow. 75%. Um, Let's go ahead and pack it up. Let's put it in a pod. Let's get self-storage. Because if they're, they know they're not going to need it anymore and it's going to be maybe in a longer-term storage, let's go ahead and get it out of there. You know, 75% of this. It's a lot. So you want to you keep stuff around just to make it homey enough. Right, just homey enough. And that's, I mean, I will walk into, an let's say, a home office, and it's got three bookshelves and a desk, and, you know, the TV's on the wall, and there's all kinds. I'll get rid of those bookshelves. I'll put that desk in the middle. All you're really trying to show is, hey, this is a dedicated home office space, mm-hmm. and look how much room there is. You don't need to see how all the furniture goes when you live there. You need to see what the opportunity is when it's set. The the stage is set, but it's not cluttered. I mean, because I feel like that's probably about half of the battle is being able to imagine yourself in that home. It really is. And I I actually, I do have to kind of play the bad guy um, sometimes with homeowners, right? (laughs) They're attached to their stuff. We Mm -hmm. love our stuff. We need three dressers in our bedroom. We do not need three dressers in our bedroom. No. If you have more than, you know, a nightstand and a dresser in there, I'm going to talk to you about it before I leave. <laughs> and we're going to move that, one of them. That purple rain yes. poster on you the definitely wall. Put, well, I mean, <laughs> to each their own, right? <laughs> but, you know, it, it's people use this space and you've lived there for so long that you don't see it with fresh eyes anymore. And so we have to put on a fresh set of eyes mm-hmm. and say, hey, what's a buyer going to really see? Outstanding. You know, and that's another thing, too. When you talk about that sort of stuff, I think the hardest part for the buyer sometimes is, like you said, that they you'd be surprised some of the houses I've been into where the person that's selling the home thinks it's it's an amazing Mm -hmm. feature. Almost all of them. And Mm -hmm. and it's not right. Um, You know, I have a friend that painted the whole inside of their house, the whole house turquoise. Not good. I mean, every room. Please don't do that. It's like you're in the ocean. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that makes it hard to sell. It does. It makes it hard to sell. Because if you don't like turquoise, um, which most people don't want turquoise walls unless you're a 12-year-old teenager, tween. Right. Right. Then you walk in and you're like, okay, this is like overwhelming to me. And what they start to do is how much is it going to cost for me to have it painted? Mm -hmm. You know, when am I going to have time to do that? Do I want to do it before I move? Can I move in? And those are negative things that people are already thinking. And so, like I said before, when they walk in and they go, oh, wow, those are positive things. They walk in and they go, okay, the color's neutral or at least nice. Um, everything feels nice and clean. You'd be surprised how your you know home is not very clean until you move a bunch of furniture out of it and you find all those little dust bunnies <laughs> rolling around. And you're like, oh, heck, I didn't even know I had that pet, you know, hair everywhere. And so, you know, the color of the walls, where the furniture is located, how much is there, and is it clean is really very, very important. Mm-hmm. Where'd that stain come from? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you put the couch over that. Exactly. <laughs> So how important is the front yard? Very important. Hugely important. People will not get out of their car if your front yard looks junky. All grown up. Yeah. Grown up. And you don't have to go crazy. Put some nice mulch in. You don't have to plant plants if you don't have a green thumb because you actually have to keep those Mm -hmm. alive while it's on the market. Oh. Right? (laughs) That's where you you missed. Yeah. Right? (laughs) But get you a nice big plant by the front door, a welcome mat, maybe a wreath on the door, call it quits. As long as it is just nice and clean and tidy. I see people try to plant all kinds of stuff. Don't do that. Now, if you have those giant bushes that they started out as original tiny shrubs Mm -hmm. in your um, spec home, pull those suckers out. If (laughs) if they're rough and you can't cut them back to look nice, go ahead and get them out. Um, But go ahead and just put mulch down. And that's, there's some easy things you, you know, can do. It doesn't have to be back breaking, um, but it just, people pull up and they're like, oh, this looks maintained. Okay. So how would somebody get a hold of you if they're interested in having sure. you do this? Yeah. I like to talk on the phone. Clearly, okay. I have a lot of words. My number is <laughs> 512-466-9605, or you can email me at kana at amazingrealty.com. And that's kana, like Donna with a C, 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> Thank very, you. very good. Thank you, very Mom. Good. Yes, you know, and and that's one of the things. Like uh, Martin, you know, uh, when was the last time you had talked to somebody that they, they mentioned that they went to the house and it was just, <clears throat> just a little cramped? Yeah, you know, um, a lot, a lot more than you would think. Um, and staging is really, really important because it's it's not just a financial, but it's a mental thing also, that's and especially right. the selling and the buying. You want somebody to feel very comfortable. You know, pretty much immediately. That's what it's all about. You know, growing up with a couple of psychologists, um, you know, you can see how important it is and how to keep everybody, you know, involved and, you know, to keep the sellers happy and everybody, you know, kind of massaged and happy too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the house that I live in now is a foreclosure. It was mm-hmm. a HUD foreclosure. And so it was empty and, of course, missing like lights things. and things yep. like that. <laughs> and um, we walked into it and it just, eh, just it didn't scream home. You know, but now that we've lived in it like four years mm-hmm. and kind of got our furniture in there and got it, I was, I was I'm like, I love my house. But it, literally, we didn't even bid on it when it first opened up for bidding because. We, we didn't like the house. We just didn't feel that wow feeling. And there's been other houses I've walked into. I'm like, man, I want to get this one. And the next thing you know, it's under a bidding war. Right. And yeah. I think it's the thing is, is there's not that many people around who can walk into like a vacant home or a foreclosure and go, oh, wow, I can see where I would do everything. OK, if I put a little paint here and I painted the cabinets, they don't have that sight. I can't play major, major league baseball, but I can walk into it foreclosure and see <laughs> all kinds of gloriousness much to my life partner's dismay, right? <laughs> Everything I saw, I wanted to buy. Yeah. So it just takes a, you know, a certain person that has that, um, you know, you can visualize the space. And that's why staging is so important because most most people can't walk into a home like that and see themselves there unless it presents itself that way. Absolutely. You know, and not everybody listening is going to be thinking about selling for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and but they're not in the right situation. And so one of the things, like, you know, Martin, it's it's an outstanding time to refinance your home. Um, rates are very, very low. The T-bills, which kind of guide that, is near all-time record lows. So, like I said, m- money's cheaper. And if you bought a house two years ago, your interest rate was probably in the fives, you know. Um, and so you can probably save, you know, $150, $250 on your $250,000 house and uh, right now just by refinancing it. So, you know, if that's something that you're interested in, definitely you want to reach out to Martin. Uh, Martin Akternak. I love that last name, by the way. <laughs> you know, one thing we didn't even mention about Martin, uh, the reason why Martin is so loving of football is that he's actually used to be a college uh, scholarship athlete. Uh, you know, he played for Tech, but it didn't work out for, you know, injury purposes. We'd talked about that in the past. How you still brought me into the company. Yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we yeah. brought him on. I know, you know, but you, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say you weren't an Aggie, but we love them as well. You know, we love everybody in Austin. We just like to give them a hard time. But you've been listening to the home team. Just We were discussing this with Connor Purcell as far as, you know, what are the things you need to think about when it's time to sell your home? So if you have any questions, please reach out to me. My number is 512-759-HOME. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Take Talk 1370 with you. They keep me connected. We're live anytime, anywhere on the radio.com app.
Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy Wyatt and Colton. However, Wyatt is on a vacation day today, so we have brought in our resident sports expert, especially for the Dallas Cowboys, Martin Akternak. Good to be here. Yep, and then, of course, we have Connor Purcell with Evolve 360 who is here, and she's been helping us as far as to how to get our house ready to sell a home. Yes, sir. Yes. So now, you know, in the segment, this is more about personal money. So this is this is my, you know, very important to me. Um, you know, growing up, uh, I didn't, I wasn't really taught how to handle money, how to spend it, how to save it, things like that. So I kind of had to learn that as I as I grew up, and I learned it from a lot of bad mistakes. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of mistakes. Agreed. Yes. And um, <laughs> failure can be your best teacher. <laughs> yes, it was. It has taught me well. And uh, you know what I think people need to understand is that. You know, the economy on average has a recession every seven to nine years. Um, and we ha- we're in a 10-year run-up of no recession. So we are due for what, you know, I like to call a course correction. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a horrible thing. I mean, recession just sounds really bad. It's just a natural swing of the economic pendulum. It's going to go back about every those those few years. You know, yes. I think we're at 10 and 12. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, what, that's exactly right. You know, we did have a, everybody was talking about, remember this, remember last December, the stock market, everybody thought was just crashing and everything. It was just a natural course correction because now everything's back to where it was before December or, or higher, you know. And so, you know, but the thing about that is during that December's fall down, um, a lot of people made money because they had saved. They they had their money sitting in the account. They were waiting for that course correction to jump into the market. And so a lot of people made money during that because they were paying attention. Unfortunately, a lot of people lost money because they weren't paying attention. They saw it falling. They didn't know what to do. So they sold the stock instead of holding on to it or buying more and let it come back. And so that's one of the things that we wanted to talk about today. You know, it's, um, it's you know, like credit cards. If you've got, you know, I've heard all different numbers, but it's somewhere between the average household has somewhere between $8,000 and $18,000 in credit card debt. I just keep hearing different numbers, so I'm not really sure which one to believe without doing the due diligence myself on that one. But it's a lot as far as for credit card. And right now, those special interest rates and all that crazy stuff that we were having from 2008 to 2003, they're gone. Mm-hmm. So credit card debt's costing most people about 18%. That's a lot of money. Yeah, and it's time to pay the piper you know, yeah. on some of those uh, for the family because I think national uh, national debt's under the thirty trillions, twenty eight trillion, you know, yes. things like that. But uh, it's just important to take care of those if you can pay them before that bill comes. You don't have to pay that interest rate; it's a big deal. You know, and a lot of the consumers that we speak to, a lot of the buyers, you know, they're asking me, should we keep our credit card debt around you know twenty to thirty percent? And that seems like a good good area to around twenty to build that FICO score up because mm-hmm. you do need a balance on there to bring that score up qualify for a better rate when you buy a home, et cetera. Yeah. You know, and people don't, uh, you know, your credit score, you know, they don't realize that your credit score is based off of several factors and credit cards is considered revolving accounts on your credit report. And so revolving accounts is a portion. It's 15%. And it's, it's two things really. It's, it's, it's how old the credit card is and how well you maintain it. You know, so that, you know, that well you maintain breaks up in a couple parts, but one of them is, is that you don't max it out. You know, so you like like Martin said, you want to owe around 20 percent at the most. So if you have a thousand dollar credit limit, you don't want to owe more than two hundred dollars on that credit card to get the maximum points. Uh, You know, the longer the credit card is in age, the better it scores for you. So, you know, if you have a credit card that's five, six years old, you pay it off all the time. You're getting max points on it. You know, um, things like that. So that's that's really important. But but I think um, what people need to do right now is that they need to prepare 
for next year, into next year, and they need to start paying off these credit cards. And it's hard because we are a very instant gratification market-driven people in America, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a 16-year-old, and he sees something on Instagram, and he has to have it. <laughs> you know. And the sad thing is, is that there are a lot of 30-year-olds that do the same thing. And have been for a long time. Yes. And so, that you know, at some point, you, you just, you outspend your money and then you're living on credit. And if you can't, if you can't pay a credit card off at today, whether you do or not, but if you don't have the funds to pay it off, you're spending too much. And then on the other side, you know, there's some younger people that just haven't built up enough credit yet. And there's several ways to do that uh, successfully and safely. You know, secured credit cards are one way. Bring, you know, three dollars $500 to your bank, and then they'll give you a three or $500 limit. Buy a tank of gas, buy groceries, put it away. Yep. Okay, pay it on time, and you'll watch your score uh, rise very, very quickly. Yeah, and so, Martin, if they want to, to develop a plan with you, how would they reach out to you? Uh, first of all, phone. I'm with uh, Kana there. You know, we can text, too, but the phone number is 512-897-7134. Okay, and, you know, if... You know, when you're looking for a good lender, you, know, you want that good loan officer not only just to close a, ho- a house on a home. You know, we can all do that, but to be an advisor is important also because when home buyers they start looking, it's six months early. Like if you mm-hmm. want to sell in the winter, do it now. It's pretty much the same way with getting pre-qualified. Or if you know that your credit's a little bit low, then you know, give me a call. I can walk you through it. I love what I do, so answering questions is a lot of fun. Absolutely. And that's something that I don't think we've even ever really mentioned. But when you're looking to to go out and buy a home and you're looking for a loan officer, there are a lot of them out there. My opinion, uh, and that's because that's what, what I do and what Martin does, is that I think you need an originator that will help you in all aspects. We'll teach you the wealth accumulator. We'll talk to you about how to develop your credit. We'll go over, you know, the different because everybody just says, hey, just do a 30 year fixed loan. You know, and sure, we'll just do a 30 year fixed, you know, and then we just run on. But sometimes it's not the best program for you. And so learning all about you is important. So you should definitely reach out to to especially someone just like Martin, (laughs) more than likely Martin, and ask him so that he can go over your your finances with you, go over your savings, go over all of those sort of things to help you. Every, every family is different. You know, they all have different needs. Some kids are in college. uh, Some are just entering grade school. You just got out of college, you know, and you're finding that first job. So what what I can do is just tailor fit a home loan uh, or just help you out with the finances, let you know what to expect in the future. You know, and again, that's, you know, for some of us, it's a really fun thing to do. Yeah. You know, and there's something else, too, that uh, I was just thinking about is that I don't think a lot of people realize to get good credit. You don't need a lot of credit, you know, two credit cards at the max, one installment loan plus a house. And you can have an 800 plus credit score. You know, mm-hmm. you know, some people are under the impression, well, I got to have credit to have a good credit score. Well, no, you just have to have good credit. You know, so, you know, it's like you know, Colton over there when he was in college, we were just talking about a minute ago. He's getting uh, credit card offers in the mail left and right. He's a mm-hmm. college graduate. They're like, let's get him saddled with some debt real quick. And no, thank you. He gave the right answer. He yeah. said, nope, yep. tear it up. Yeah, 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 I did. I just mentioned to him like, hey, I got a couple of credit card offers where he's like, just tear them up. You know, and so, but again, you know, we're, we're, I'm wanting to help those people right now that are already in there. You know, we're, it's, it's most people, you know, we might be coming to them a little too late and they're already in that debt. They're already in debt and debt. And to me is crippling, 
You know, it just, you know, I want to do this. Oh, but I got the credit card bill. I want to do this. Oh, but I got the credit card yeah, bill. Yeah, and it's crippling, but it's one thing you want to take care of early. Start looking at this um, because when the homes are appraising, what, at 8% in mm-hmm. Austin, you know, per year, you're losing money because you didn't think ahead on this one. So, you know, just talk it over with the family. You know, buy when you're comfortable, but take some proactive steps to be ready when you can be because somebody else will be ready and they're going to find that house before you do or you know, it'll hold you back from investing for your long-term future. Yeah, absolutely. We've talked about this at, uh, at length is that I feel people need to be ready to take advantage of it. Because, you know, just like with, you know, Cedric Benson, you know, he took advantage of what this country had to offer him. But he he did it. You know, he went out and he worked hard. He, he did everything that needed to be done. Everybody has that opportunity. You know, the scale varies. But everybody has that opportunity. But you have to set yourself up for it. And, you, you know, you can't just luck into that. I mean, yes, there are what? 10, 20 lotto winners a year, you know, so, you know, you take those 20 people out, but everybody else has to work. And, you know, that's the thing is that I think people don't realize is that it is a lifelong discipline. You know, I'm absolutely, you know, it's just, it's a lifelong discipline. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, for a normal buyer, right. Even considering myself, even though I'm in the business, um, you know, when I bought my first home, I wasn't, I didn't know, um, you know, the best things to do for my credit. So I think it's, you know, using Martin, have a conversation. Here's what I'm trying to do. I don't know anything about credit. I know my credit's okay. It's not great. It could be better. Um, but just trusting somebody to have that conversation. They're not trying to sell you anything. They're just trying to help you go buy a home. And I think a lot of people, even my age, you know, I'm young. Yes, pride. you are. Yes, but I do have six kids, so that should tell you something. She started at eight. That's right. Um, <laughs> is that It is overwhelming because if you've gotten yourself in a position where, you know, someone hasn't taught you how to take care of your personal finances, where where do I start? You know, and and just having that conversation can answer so many questions and relieve some of that, you know, house buying anxiety because anxiety comes along oh, with buying a house. Absolutely. And it, it, talking to someone like Martin, he can relieve that and he can, you know, answer your questions that you didn't even know you had. Mm-hmm. So that's it's, it's very beneficial. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't want anyone to think that no matter that they can't get out of what they're in. You can fix it every yeah. uh, every time. Yes, because trust me, in the 90s, I was in a lot of trouble. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it took me a while, but uh, it also I developed a strategy. Um, you know, I, I mentioned this before. I'm a huge Dave Ramsey fan. Love it. And, uh, you know, his you know, and I followed his plan. You mm-hmm. know, I, I attacked the little cards. I went after the big cards, you know, I, and then, you know, as the little cards were paid off, I took that money and moved it to the next one. You know, I followed Dave Ramsey's plan. And guess what? I'm out of debt. You know, things are going well. All the money I make is mine now. It's not the, not the banks. Uh, you know, so that's that's really nice. And anybody can have it because like I'm telling you, in the 90s, I was in a lot of trouble. Yeah, the mistake I made was just waiting too long to establish credit. You know, I just I, I paid for cash. I was bartended in downtown Austin for you know, 10 wonderful years. And then when I got out, I mean, I got paid cash every night, you know, so when I got out and I was turned 30, I didn't have really any credit at all. So when I went to go, to go look for that car, you know, I had to pay a little bit of a, a higher rate mm-hmm. you know, just because of that. So start early, don't do too much, uh, get that secured credit card, just pay what you can down and keep that balance around 20%. Yep. Okay, and you'll see that, that FICO score rise. Absolutely. And it doesn't take long. You know, I've helped people with, they've come to me with no credit score at all. And in 90, 120 days, you know, there's 680, 700 because they did exactly what I told them. So it doesn't take long. So, we, you know, we can help either way. Somebody that I can give them a plan to help them get themselves out of debt. I've actually done this for about 15 people that came to me talking and said, how did you do it? And I said, well, let's get your information. Let's get it together. This is before I was even originating loans, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I'd sit down with people and I said, this is what you need to do. 
How much money do you have? We create a budget. <laughs> a budget. That's what's hard, right? You still want to go to Chipotle. You need to get guacamole. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and even if you're looking at credit karma and it says you're at 560, 550, that's not a true credit pool. Okay, that's going to go up or down a little bit when I take a look at it. Let's say it is 560. Those credit scores will have a number underneath of them, like a plus 50, plus 25, and that's what your score can rise to very quickly after I take a look at your, your credit, see what cards to pay down to what, pay something off. Uh, and then I can do what's called a rapid rescore and bump you up to that early 600s. And that's something that we can, uh, I can do very quickly. Yes. Well, hey, everybody, I hope you've learned a little something in the last few minutes here. But you have been listening to the home team. You can also check us out on the Facebook at for home team. <laughs> and if you need to reach out to me personally, you can reach out 512-759-HOME. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hello, Austin, Texas. You're listening to The Home Team with Troy, Wyatt, and Colton. Of course, we all know that Wyatt is on vacation again today. Again. I know, I know. It must be nice to have (laughs) D. Wyatt's life, you know? It's just like, let me just take time He's living the dream. He's in the ocean somewhere, I think. Yes, yes, he is. And so, and in his stead is, of course, we have... Martin Actonak with Security National Mortgage, the loan officer that you should reach out to. And, of course, Connor Purcell with Evolve 360 Realty. And we are discussing the best part of the show, in my opinion, is uh, all local sports. And we have, there's a lot to talk about, you know, an absolute lot to talk about. Guys, there's a week till Texas Longhorn football. I know. There is one week. I've been counting down since, like, 100. Yes. So it's my craziness is finally coming to fruition. And uh, so let's kind of talk about the games that are coming up this week. Mm-hmm. We've got Miami versus Florida today. Absolutely. Right? And what, what do you think about that one? You know, I, I, I'm torn on that because, you know, we, we have a little history with the head coach mm-hmm. and uh, it didn't work in the Big 12, but it appears to be working over there. And I want to pull for Miami. I, I, I just want to. But I, I just think Florida's too much, too, too yeah. early. Florida's ranked number eight to start the season. I I think Florida's going to take this one pretty handedly, to be honest with you. And then, of course, we've got uh, Hawaii versus Arizona. Yes. And I, I just can't bring myself to root for Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> and Arizona is an 11-point favorite, but I'm still going to go with Hawaii on that one. <laughs> you know, I, I'm They've going... shocked people before. Yes, they have. they have. And I'm going with Hawaii for one main reason, and that is that... You know, uh, being Kevin, who was, the, you know, Coach Sumlin was the coach of the Aggies. You know, we know a lot about him. Mm-hmm. And one of his biggest downfalls at Texas A&M was that he was not a very disciplined-oriented team. Mm-hmm. And you're taking this whole team to Hawaii. 
Yeah. You know, and so it's, a, you know, and these kids, a lot of these, you think you're going to keep them under yeah. control in Hawaii? I know. And so I, I just feel that they're not going to be focused. And I think Hawaii, who lives in Hawaii and they, they see the ocean every day, I think they're going to be focused. Well, mm-hmm. if the Cowboys can make it through it last, last right? week exactly. in Hawaii, you know, exactly. anybody else good. <laughs> and, and, you know, that, that was talking about the discipline issues he had. That, that was, we talked about it earlier. It was kind of Johnny Manziel mm-hmm. kind of started. It was his. It was his best and worst thing at the same time. He was a great player. He was an ambassador for A&M. He kind of put them back on the map. But he also created that culture of undisciplinedness. Yes. I mean, he, he mocked his coach on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that just that grew. And now, again, I, don't, I haven't followed him well enough to know if that's happening where he's at. I know they didn't have a very good season last year, but there's a lot of reasons for five and seven. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's the first absolutely. game. You never know. It's coin toss. But, you know, if, you have, if I have to pick, make a choice, I'm going to pick Hawaii on that reason only. Mm-hmm. And also kind of want to touch on A&M. They're, they'll be playing on August 29th, which is a Thursday. They're taking on Texas State, and they're a 34-point favorite. I don't think that's going to happen. Texas State's not good, and A&M is good, but 34 points is a lot of points to win by. Yeah, I think they were taking it easy on us over yeah. there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, just for me, when I was growing up, I was a Miami Hurricanes fan, so I mean, that'll just be a fun game to watch because mm-hmm. it's either Miami uh, or Florida State. When they play yep, those games, yep. they're always the best. You know, so be big game. Um, I know you're all excited you know, for college football to come back around. Yeah, sure. So can't wait to tailgate with everybody. Yes, yes. I'm just going to lose contact with all the outside world during <laughs> during college football season. So now let's kind of get into the Longhorn, our, our Longhorn sports. It's our favorite part. Um, they did get two more commitments since mm-hmm. we were last on the show. They got um, a guy that we talked about, Xavier Alford. I had said that we've been trending for him. He's a safety out of Shadow Creek up in the Houston area. Mm-hmm. And he's a six foot, hundred eighty five pound guy. He's the number eight ranked safety in the entire nation. It's just another stellar defensive back that Texas was able to reel in. Good size too. Oh yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that coach Washington. I don't know what he's doing. He's the top ranked recruiter in he, the Big Twelve. He, I mean, everybody he wants, he except gets, for that one kid from Louisiana, the number one overall, uh, Derek Stingley Jr. Yeah, except yep. for him, he's pretty much gotten everybody he's targeted. So I don't know what he's doing, but and I've met him, mm-hmm. uh, and he is a very personable guy from San Antonio. He's, you know, he he does not overbearing in any sense he's very humorous and he can relate i mean he and i talk for about five ten minutes and he just relates with you mm-hmm. real quick and just a couple two or three questions he asks of you and the next thing you know you're in a conversation for 10 minutes you have no idea where the time went so. yeah that could be why too i mean a lot of kids will come out i mean they've got prototypical size mm-hmm. you know like our, our boy over there from houston but it's what they do with after what kind of coaches do they have can they connect with them in a way that their parents you know not that they couldn't but it is in a different way oh and the, especially nowadays winning over those parents is huge if the parent doesn't like it, I mean, that was Vernon Broughton, mm-hmm. a kid that was torn between A&M and Texas. He chose Texas because they made his mom feel more welcome. That's a big deal. I'm it a is. mama. I have two I, kids in college. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I want you to go somewhere that's going to, you know, teach you to still be a stand-up person mm-hmm. that I raised you're gonna, you to You're going to not only be a, a better football player, but a better man afterwards. Right. Exactly. Right. And that was another thing with Zavin Alford. He was an, it was an A&M-Texas battle. And yet again, this is the third one in a row. Texas wins out. And the other guy that we got was Quentin Johnston from Temple. He's a four-star wide receiver. He's the 11th best player in the state of Texas. Yeah. yeah. And he's got good size. Yeah. And he's got good athleticism. He's 6'4", 185 pounds, needs to put on a little bit of weight. But he's got crazy speed. And the part that really stood out to me about him was, you know, Texas has his little satellite camps and stuff like that. He came to one of them, and they had a dunk competition afterwards. They were all just playing <laughs> basketball, and they had a dunk competition. There is a video where they pause it, and he's got the ball between his legs. He's going underneath his legs. 
and his head's at the rim, and he's 6'4". <laughs> I'm just like, that is freaky athletic, and that, that's that's what you need. Yeah. He could be a little, you know, not quite as tall as Colin Johnson, but a more athletic version of Colin Johnson. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, you know, wide receivers in secondary, I think the University of Texas is pretty stocked on that for the next Mm-hmm. Foreseeable yeah, that's what he said too. Six four one eighty five. You don't want to gain too much. I mean, if you want to hold on to that speed. Oh yeah, absolutely, for sure. And you know, that's that's something about Texas that is doing really well. Is they have defensive backs, they have wide receivers, and that's what you need in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. It is a throwing mm-hmm. conference. Mm-hmm. They they like to spread the ball around. It's not really a SEC type of league where they're going to just pound you the whole game. It's they're going to spread it out and they're going to finesse you. And that's exactly what Texas is preparing for. Yeah, you know, and uh, this is always that fun time of year for somebody at pretty much every college, you know, with the uh, attrition during the the spring and during the summer where, you know, students decide to transfer. You know, Mm -hmm. we've got the transfer portal and stuff like that. It opens up scholarships. What a joy that is. Yeah, but it opens up scholarships that they have nothing to do with. And so what they do is they reward the uh, person. Or two, just depending on the school, you know the, the walk ons. You're talking yeah, about, they, right? They reward a walk on mm-hmm. for being that exemplar, exemplary player. Yeah. And uh, there was something special that happened this week. Yeah. No. It, it, this, this one is really personal for me because I grew up with this kid. His name's Mason Ramirez. He's been working as a defensive back, but they've moved him over to running back recently because of you know the injuries that have been going on with Keontae Ingram, Kirk Johnson, stuff like that. So he's been he's been a filler. He's been a filler at running back, and he finally got offered that scholarship. Man, mm-hmm. he was on the team last year. And this year it finally came to fruition. And it's just, I, I played baseball with this kid whenever I was eight years old, up until I was about 12. Yep. So it, it was really cool to see it finally come for him. And that was, I mean, he, you know, he went to Kansas mm-hmm. on scholarship, didn't like it over there, didn't work out. He came back home, enrolled at Texas, walked on, made the team. I thought that was huge mm-hmm. in the first place. And then he gets the scholarship. So he's taken care of. Yeah. That, that, that is so awesome yeah. to me. You know, and that's, you know, stuff like that will stick with the kid forever because he now, knows the rewards for hard work. You know, he he put in the time for nothing more than putting in the time and wanting to be a part of a team. And now he gets his last year of school paper. And one of my favorite reasons for watching the NFL draft every year, it's the look on the faces of the parents yeah. when they get drafted. Yeah. Now that's a few years away for him. But, I mean, yeah. it's kind of the same feeling, that first step. Um, I was not highly recruited, but recruited, played uh, you know, a little while at Texas, uh, Texas Tech University defensive end. Uh, but that's that first step. You know, you can show your parents you're doing something, and yep. that will trans, kind of transform, you know, your next three years of your life. You work harder at school, work harder on the field, and then watch what happens when you turn into an adult. Yeah, it drives you. It absolutely drives you. And the part that was really cool, whenever he gave his little speech, you know, on I saw it on Twitter. He said whenever he was a kid, he would have given anything in the world to just be in that room that he was in one day. Right. And now he gets to do it. and. Yep. Not be paid, but have his education paid for yeah, to do it, which absolutely. is just absolutely awesome. Good perks around yeah. the city. Uh, yeah, there, sure. oh, yeah, there'll be perks somewhere. <laughs> yes, uh, and you know, captains were named this week. You know, and what was exciting about this week's captains is that for the first time, in my opinion, these are you know war daddies of the team. Oh, these are truly representative of the team. Yeah. Whenever you think of Longhorn football, these are the guys that pop out to mm-hmm. you. So we had Sam Ellinger. He's the only non-senior. Right. The only one, which you know. Goes to show the alpha male that he is. He, you know, that's what everyone always talks about. He's such a leader. Everyone gravitates towards He's him. He's really grown on me. He is. You know, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm not a fan, not a massive fan, but he is. Yeah, no, I was, I was a Shane Bouchel guy. And <laughs> think, think about Shane Bouchel as well. He got named a captain at SMU. Yeah. So I mean, congratulations yeah. to him as well. But yeah, no, I was, I was a Shane guy. I thought Shane was the answer. He had that really good freshman year, and then Sam came in, and I was like, this kid's pretty good. You know, he, he his recruiting fell off a little bit just because he got injured his senior year at uh, Westlake. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was one of the top dual threat quarterbacks in the nation. So Reminds he's got the talent. a little bit about, you know, Colt McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he does. really does. Really does. And he, and he 
loves the heck out of Texas. Like he he puts everything he has into it. And the other captains that we had are Colin Johnson, you know, holding down the wide receiver room, uh, Zach Shackelford, Brandon Jones, and Malcolm Roach. Yeah, and you got to think Colin Johnson and Shackelford, they're three-year starters. So this is mm-hmm. be four-year starters. So you've got four-year starters that are captains on your team. Yeah, and Colin could have gone pro this year. Yeah. He could have gone pro this in this last draft, but, you know, he said there's unfinished business here. Mm-hmm. Same with Malcolm Roach. Unfinished business. They wanted to come back and, you know, complete what they came here to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, you know, Malcolm Roach is another guy that, you know, if it wasn't for that injury, he would be a you know, multi-year starter. Mm-hmm. Brandon Jones, again, kind of dabbled in the NFL. I thought he needed to come back, and he did. And, I'm, I mean, these are, these are key contributors. And this is the – when was the last time we had a quarterback that was the captain of the team? I uh, Maybe Apple, David Ash uh, back in the day. Uh, maybe yeah. I, mean, I, 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 can't, even, I couldn't I mean, even tell you. Yeah, because he was out pretty early. You know, so it, you know, so this is exciting. This means the team is finally getting to a place to where the players are, are mm-hmm. the team members. and the team votes on these guys. Yes, absolutely. So hey, but you've been listening to the home team with Troy Wyatt and Colton, and today we have Martin Acternack here, who's from Security National Mortgage. Martin, how do people reach out to you if they want to ask you any questions about today? Phone is still the best way. Just the Austin area code five one two eight nine seven seven one three four. And of course, Connor Purcell with Evolve Three Sixty Realty. Hey, Connor, if somebody wants to find out about how to show their house, how they reach you. 512-466-9605. All right, guys. And if you have any questions for me, you can reach out to me at loansfortroy.com or, of course, 512-759-HOME. And we'll see you next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.